here with us. So I know you just sat down, but we got to get going. So I'm going to have you stand back up. I'm sorry. Get your exercise today. You're going to be raising your hand some. You're going to be talking. This will be the last time you have to stand up until I'm done. Um, and, and here we go. We're at Psalm 23. This is the last week of our, uh, our Psalm 23 series, The Shepherd, the Valley, the Table. And we're going to read through this. I know most of you probably know it. Feel free to read along. Say it with me if you want. Don't. Whatever you want to do, it's good. But I'm going to read Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely good, your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise the Lord. You can have a seat. Thanks for standing. We stand because God's word is good and God's word is alive. Even though this was written a long time ago, we believe it is still at work and the Holy Spirit is speaking through it. And so here's what we're going to do today. We're going to do a really, really quick recap through where we've been. And then verse six is so good. Uh, so here's the thing. We've been doing mottos. We've been doing statements through Psalm 23. So these are going to come up on the screen. Uh, but if you've been here, I want you to say these with me. These are the five weeks that we've gone through. The first is this, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. We talked about week one. We are like sheep. We need a shepherd. You can see it all around the world. The world, when we are in charge, we mess things up, but we have a good shepherd, and the Lord is the good shepherd. There is only one good shepherd, and it's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so the Lord is my shepherd. Number two, he guides my paths. This is really good. He leads you to exactly what you need. He leads you to where you need to be. He leads you to be who you need to be. The good shepherd guides us. I want you to know today that, that this good shepherd thing, it's not like a pie in the sky thing. The Lord is real and the Holy Spirit is with us. And when we accept Christ as our savior and we enter into a relationship, his Holy Spirit fills us and he leads us and guides us every day. And so today, you can pray the prayer, Lord, lead me and guide me, and the good shepherd will lead you and guide you in the way uh, that, that you live. The third week, uh, we talked about the fact that we're going to walk through some difficult times. And we, we made the statement the third week, I will fear no evil. No matter what happens around us, we don't have to live in fear. We will fear no evil because the good shepherd is with us. He protects us. He leads us. And then last week, we talked about the table. The, sometimes we, we as Christians live in like a one-day mindset that one day we'll get to heaven. One day we'll experience God's goodness. One day we'll get to feast. We'll get to the big banquet. Listen to me carefully. Today, you are invited to the table that the Lord has prepared for you, and you can feast in his presence. So we said last week, my cup overflows when we are led by the good shepherd, when we sit at his table, he fills us with his love and his goodness. You're gonna hear that in verse six. He fills us to overflowing to where we don't have to walk around being negative. We are overflowing with his goodness. Today's this, I want you to say this with me. I will dwell in his house 
forever. Say it with me. I will dwell in his house forever. I will dwell in his house forever. In a little bit, we're going to celebrate baptisms. Baptisms, we say, is an outward sign of the inward work that God has saved us and redeemed us and purified us. And we, we go into the water to, to symbolize what God has done in our lives and also to commit to say that I will live for him. So verse 6 is, is a, good, it's a good scripture for baptism. Because it starts and it says, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Surely your goodness and love. This is about what God has done. Your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And then the second part is a declaration. And I will dwell in your house forever. So let's just work through this four and a half minutes. Let's go. Here we go. What God does what we're, gonna, what we're gonna commit to today. Most people believe that this is written as King David uh, was sit, the sitting king. So, so uh, King David, uh, if, if, you're, if you're not familiar with scripture, um, he was God's chosen servant to lead the Israelites as king, but he had been through it. His life was a wild roller coaster of a life. Uh, early on, he was anointed to be the king. They said, one day you're going to be the king. Then he served as a shepherd boy. Uh, and, and then one day, you've probably heard the story of David and Goliath. If you haven't, um, the Israelites and the people of God were, were scared of the Philistine giant Goliath. And David, the little shepherd boy, said, I got this. And he slayed the giant. He then started serving uh, King Saul. And King Saul became jealous of the way people talked about David, so he went after him. So picture this, you're going to be the king, then you're a shepherd boy, then you're a hero. Now you're, now you're being chased after by the king, you're in trouble. Then David becomes king. Everything's coming to plan. But then he makes some really huge, huge mistakes. He, he sins greatly. He not only commits adultery, but then he follows that up by what we would probably consider murder. And, and so we have this, this King David who has been in a life like this, and, and he writes Psalm 23, and he ends it with this line, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So here we go. Let's work through it. Surely. Say surely with me. Surely. Say it boldly. Say it surely. surely. Listen, we need to be surely people. King David had been through it. He'd been on the roller coaster. And he says, surely. What he means by that is absolutely, without a, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know it. Surely. Say it with me. Surely. Surely your love and your goodness will follow me all the days of my life. Why can King David say surely? Because he's lived it. He's been on the mountains, he's been in the valleys, and God has been faithful every step of the way. Would anyone just raise your hand today and say, God is faithful, and surely his love and his goodness are following. Listen, we need to be surely people, not maybe people, not if people, not someday people. We need to be surely people today. But what is it? Surely what? Surely your goodness and love. We get convinced of things. I, I think a lot of us are surely people, but maybe we're surely the wrong things. How many of you have heard of Murphy's Law? If something can go wrong, it's going to go wrong. How many of you are Cincinnati sports fans? 
things have gone wrong more often than not. Sometimes we live in that place of, oh, I know, and, and we say, surely things are going to go wrong. Surely I'm going to mess this up. Surely this can't keep up. David says, surely your love and your goodness will chase after me. I love this. He, he says, well, follow me. But the word there is, is more like pursue your love your goodness, beyond a shadow of a doubt, absolutely will pursue me. Pursue me. Think of like a, a hunting dog that's chasing after. You've seen that in the movies. The hunting dog that's chasing and they're not going to give up and they're pursuing, but, but not scary. This is goodness and love. How many of you watch Saved by the Bell? All right, so that tells us how old everyone is. Uh, Saved by the Bell, there was this character, Screech, and he was in love with Lisa, and he just, he just kept pursuing. He wouldn't give it up. Reminds me of uh, my wife just pursuing me and pursuing me and chasing after me, and eventually I said, all right. You guys know that's not true, don't you? Surely your goodness and love are pursuing me, not just a few days, all the days of my life. Let's be surely people. Today, just raise your hand and say, God is good. His love is chasing after you. I want you to know today, I'm already out of time, I'm going to keep going. I want you to know today that God's love is chasing after you. I don't care how far you've run. I don't care how long you've been away. His love and His goodness is chasing after you today as real as can be right here. You don't have to go back to a different place. You don't have to become something else to be loved by God. He loves you and he's pursuing you today. And so he goes on. That's God's part. He goes on and says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can I ask you a question? Where are you dwelling? Not where is your physical house, not what's your address. Where are you dwelling? I think sometimes we fall into the trap of dwelling in anger, dwelling in worry, dwelling in envy, dwelling in fear. King David says, I will dwell in your house, the house of the Lord forever. That's not, that's not talking about just heaven. It's not talking about the church. It's not talking about physically, I will dwell in the church. He's saying, I will dwell in your goodness and your love in your presence forever because surely I know it, your love and your goodness are chasing after me, pursuing me. I'm going to dwell in it. I'm going to dwell in your house, in your goodness, in your love. And he ends it by saying forever. I got good news today. If you've ever been on a really good vacation, it's really fun to be on a good vacation, but then that time comes when you know you have to go home. You know the vacation has to end. That's not how this is. God's love and goodness are pursuing you. They're right here with you today. And King David says, and we need to commit today, I will dwell in your house, in your goodness, in your love forever. We're going to celebrate baptism here in a second. We're going to see, I think, 
six people come up and be baptized. And that is an outward sign of the inward work that God's doing in their life. It's surely your goodness and love has pursued us. And today we proclaim, I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We're making that statement. But I don't want you to just watch the people being baptized and celebrate for them. I want you to celebrate with them because you are invited today to dwell in his house, in his goodness, in his love, all the days of your life, forever, for eternity. It never ends. God is good. Worship team's gonna come up. I wanna pray for you, and, and when I finish praying, I want you to stand up. Why don't you just go ahead and stand up now for worship? And here's what I want you to do. Uh, maybe some of you have never uh, followed the Good Shepherd. Today is an opportunity to say, if you love me, Lord, if you are the Good Shepherd, I will put my faith, I will put my trust in you. Maybe some of you have been following the Good Shepherd a long time, and today is just an opportunity to say, I know that you've pursued me. I know that your love and goodness are real and they're here with me today, today I will dwell in your house forever. Father, I pray that we will worship you now. I thank you for the baptisms we're going to celebrate, but Lord, I pray that each and every one of us will worship you, will commit ourselves to you today, will give you everything we have and live and dwell in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, that you're always after us. Thank you, Jesus, that you love us. And that we don't have to live in brokenness and pain, but we can dwell in your house today, every day, the rest of our lives, and beyond. We love you, Lord. We commit to you today. In Jesus' name, amen.